this week's Triton Spotlight, we're talking UC San Diego baseball. With the 2023 season set to get underway later this week, you'll hear from Triton head coach Eric Newman. He'll tell us about the tough schedule they'll face right off the bat, new faces on the roster, what they've been working on in practice, how the Big West is shaping up, and so much more. Get your Cracker Jack ready. That's all coming up in a moment in this week's Triton Spotlight. Welcome to episode 73 of Triton Cast, the podcast for UC San Diego Athletics. I'm Jeff Turiel. Whether you found us on your favorite podcast platform or on UCSDTritons.com, thank you for joining us this week. If you enjoy what you hear, take a moment to subscribe, rate us, write us a brief review. Before we get to this week's baseball season preview, let's go around campus. The Big West announced its fall all-academic team, and it's no surprise that the Tritons were well-represented. A total of 51 UC San Diego scholar-athletes from men's and women's cross-country, women's volleyball, and men's and women's soccer made the cut. The Major League Soccer season gets underway next week, and once again, an MLS side called UC San Diego's campus home in the preseason. This year, it was Toronto FC. Baseball infielder Jalen Smith was recognized on the Big West preseason team, and this week's University Credit Union Athletes of the Week are Dina Peterson from softball and Francis Wakoria from men's basketball. Congrats to those two. Now it's on to this week's Triton Spotlight. Here's our conversation with head baseball coach Eric Newman. Earlier this month, he joined ESPN's Ted Mendenhall to chat about the 2023 season. Uh, well, Coach, uh, the season is just about upon us, and it's really exciting to see um, where you're starting off. So um, before we, we talk about the, the Desert Invitational, just, just tell me a little bit about the, the 2023 squad and, and what you're looking forward to this year. Yeah, we're, um, we've got a nice group of players. I, I'm very excited about the guys we have uh, returning from last year's team and, and a lot of the things that we were able to uh, take away um, from last year's experience as a group. Um, and I really feel like this group has uh, a different mindset coming in. Uh, I've, I've experienced and seen them really digging in and wanting to uh, wanting to really kind of push themselves to the top end of the conference and take on the challenges that we've put in front of them with this schedule. And uh, I think that that I'm seeing that on a day-to-day basis. I'm seeing that and how we're practicing, how we're going about it. I think they've been, they're in a really good spot. Uh, the group is, is still young. You know, a lot of our, a lot of the, a lot of the faces that names are returners and they're still, you know, in their sophomore or juniors year. Um, but we have those, those guys sprinkled in, uh, in the mix that have been around for a while that those that have been following, uh, our program will also recognize for the last, you know, four or five years. So it's a good blend, uh, really good group. I'm excited about the direction that they want to go and the challenges that they've, they've been really, uh, eager to, to accept along the way. And we've been challenging them a lot through the fall and, and into the, into this uh, preseason time as well. Yeah. As you always do as a coaching staff. And um, as you go into year three of, of this transition into division one, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster where, you know, that first year you finish above 500 in the top half of the conference. And then last year uh, really had to navigate through a bunch of adversity uh, with injuries and so forth. Um, how much do you feel like that pays off now going into this year where guys were pushed into roles 
that you weren't necessarily planning on going into last season? Yeah, well, I, I mean, my hope, obviously, and, and what I've seen so far is that it has paid off. You know, those dividends are paying off. We still have to play somebody else. We still got to play a team with another different jersey on it, you know, when it counts to really kind of know what what's going on um, with our guys. But at this point in time, uh, exactly what you're talking about, you know, the roller coaster. I think going into last year, we felt really confident at this time last year in our group. And then obviously the injuries to the pitching staff um, and the injury, the hand injury to Luke Glasgow, those those things just mounted upon themselves at the beginning of the year. And it made it really tough. You know, that being said, you know, we came out of the gate the first couple of weeks playing really well. And it wasn't until that third week at Santa Clara where the just the deficiencies of just be not being where depth wise, where you would want to be on the mound started to kind of, it started to show up and that's not unusual. I mean, it's going to, it takes a little time uh, for those things to start to show up. Um, And when they did, I thought the guys responded uh, as best they could. Obviously we hit a pretty, pretty significant skid there at the beginning. And then we started digging ourselves out of it. Um, and it was, it was, you know, we were working our way through it and we were digging our way back to 500. And then, you know, then we had the the next injury that was just kind of a little bit too much for us to overcome there at the very end of the season. You know, that being said, it did push some guys like Ryan Fercucci and Zach Arnisi, um, Matt Hallback, uh, into roles that maybe we didn't totally expect them to have that early on. They did, and they've responded well. And they've come back this year. All three of those, you know, sophomores I just mentioned have come back with a different. They they're different um, in a good way. And yeah, they're different. They're more determined. They're more. They're more seeing what they can be, and kind of caught a have caught a fire for how good they think they can be. And they it's great. They live together. They're roommates. Um, they push each other on and off the field. Uh, I was really proud of all three of them, three, five GPAs or higher, uh, in the fall. So there's a lot of just healthy, you know, striving for excellence and competitiveness going on, um, within that group, but then also within the the group as a whole, I see the same thing happening with, you know, Michael Furman and Michael Mitchell, uh, and, and Jalen Smith, kind of the older group is is kind of embracing that same mentality also and it's been we've had some really good inner squads said some really good inner squads to open up the year where it's been very competitive and you can see that guys are like okay if i'm gonna if i'm gonna if i'm gonna get my chance and opportunity on this team i'm gonna have to play well and i'm gonna have to show up and i'm gonna have to compete on a regular consistent basis and that's you know that's a really good sign yeah, certainly. Um, you mentioned a, a couple guys, so I, I want to talk a little bit of more, bit more about the starting rotation. The Ryan Forcucci gets pushed into that Friday night role. I mean, he was bringing scouts out pretty early in the season uh, to see his stuff. Uh, you mentioned Zach Ernissi. And then uh, I, I feel like if Michael Mitchell is healthy, that that's a heck of a start for uh, weekend baseball. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting to see how this shakes out because – you just mentioned three names and that are all in that mix. Michael Mitchell is healthy. We're bringing him along slowly, uh, purposely. I don't know if Michael's ready to be a starter on opening weekend, but he is progressing towards that goal. 
So he will be ready to pitch on opening weekend. I don't know if we'll start him or not. We'll, we're we're going to let that you know play out over the next couple of weeks and see where he's at. Um, there's quite a competition for Friday night right now. I would say that Zach Nisi has shown up in a way that uh, it, I would not say that Ryan Fercucci has locked down the Friday night spot, but he certainly is. Um, you know, he certainly is. It's 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 right now. I mean, th- those three names you just mentioned are all in the mix uh, to pitch on Friday night. And uh, there's also a couple other young young guys who are showing up. Um, there's a fresh. We have a freshman named Anthony Ionson. I would predict that he would be, especially those first those first two weekends where we play four games. I would predict that Anthony, you know, has a real shot to be in that rotation uh, for one of those spots. Uh, Ryan Rhesus has has come back on a mission uh, came out of the Cape Cod league and got a taste of what it's like to play at the highest level and has been back really, really dedicated to getting better and is showing some things that he hasn't shown yet. And I'm really excited about how the pitching staff is shaping up. The great thing is, is when you have that kind of depth, I haven't even mentioned Isaac Martinez, who has led our team in ERA over the last two years. Nick Gregson is back healthy from two years ago when he was in our rotation. Um, we have another freshman named Donovan Chris, who is going to pitch a lot for us uh, this year. Seth Sumner, a kid out of Damien High School that was a you know high performer in high school last year on a really good Damien team, uh, is, is definitely pushing for uh, pitching – um, opportunities. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a really fun, it's a really fun, uh, it's fun to watch us pitch on Friday, um, in inner squads. There's a lot of lot, last week we had three scouts out there and, um, they all wanted to know who these, you know, these young guys that weren't draft eligible yet that were out there throwing, you know, 90, 93, 94 miles an hour. And it was quite a few of them. I haven't even mentioned Nolan McCracken who's come back, uh, in that same spot. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good group right now. And, and that, that rotation is going to be a, a competitive battle battle. So will the bullpen. So it's, it's exciting to, to be a part of that. Now that's great to hear. And, and hopefully that depth holds up because, uh, as we found out last year, that that's super important as the season goes along. Uh, when, when we look at the position players, a lot of familiar names and, and really, a lot of versatility, a lot of guys that can play different positions. How big is that for you? Yeah, it's huge because obviously we want to be able to put our best 10 guys in a lineup, but also, you know, play really well, you know, on defense. I think right now we feel really good about where we're at up the middle. We've moved um, Jalen Smith has been playing center field for us. So we've moved Jalen from third base to center. I still think Jalen's going to play third base for us some, but we have um, moved him to center field uh, in one of those spots. So up the middle right away with Emmy and Noah Sadaika and Jalen up the middle uh, makes me feel really confident with our group. At second base right now, you know, we have both Crew and Michael Furman um, working in that spot. Furman has also gone back behind the plate and it right now is probably our number two catcher, which gives us some versatility back there. And he's, he's good back there. He was a catcher in high school that we converted to infield, you know, was an all conference, you know, second team, all conference shortstop. And then obviously with the emergence of Noah Sadaika last year, I think that 
Um, but I think Furman is going to end up playing. He could, Michael Furman in a game this year for us will probably appear at second base, probably at short, probably at third, and probably behind the plate. Maybe not, obviously not all in the same game, but he that that I could definitely see that happening. Then uh, the other the other guys, uh, obviously Luke Glasgow, Brock Klez, and Luke Saunders in the outfield are are really doing a great job. I would say right now those are our top four outfielders with Jalen, Brock, Luke, and Luke. We have a newcomer, Matt Hallback, has moved over to third base and is playing a lot of third base right now. So that, and then we have a new uh, junior college transfer, Doyle Kane, who's come in uh, and playing a lot of first base. With that, you know, depth-wise, we have some guys that played for us last year in Luke Solis and Patrick Hackworth that are doing a really nice job and uh, are going to see some time as well. So I'm I'm sure I'm forgetting some guys that are competing well, but I would say just in general, that kind of gives you an idea of what we what we're looking like. Uh, yeah, that that sounds fantastic. Looking forward to to seeing a bunch of those guys and, and learning about some of the newbies as well. Um, as we look ahead to the schedule, tell me about the uh, MLB Desert Invitational. I'm playing four games in four days starting on February 17th. Yeah, what an opportunity. I mean, it's like I, I tell the guy every time I talk about it, I get chills just because it's it's an opportunity for us to introduce UC San Diego College baseball program. 25, 30 years, and we're going to get the opportunity to introduce at the Division One level on a pretty big stage in a pretty national audience with a lot of people following um, our program. And I'm excited. And I, I think these guys are really excited about it. I know they are. We've been talking about it a lot. We're trying to stay focused on today <laughs> uh, and and what we need to do today. Uh, and because that day will be here before we know it. And at the same time, it's motivating. You know, it certainly is. It's, it's, it's extremely motivating to, you know, put the uniform on and step on the field um, with four teams that last year, I don't know. If, I don't remember if Michigan, I know Michigan played in the national championship game a couple of years ago. I think they were in a regional last year. I don't totally remember, but I know the other three teams were all 40 win or 35 plus win teams um, in Arizona, Tennessee and, and Grand Canyon. So we're, we are embracing the challenge and looking forward to that opportunity. Yeah, you start off, uh, for those that don't know, February 17th uh, against Grand Canyon, a team you saw last year. They've they've got a, a player that's projected to be drafted in the top 10, if not the top five on that squad. Saturday, uh, Michigan, Sunday, Tennessee, and then Monday against Arizona. And I believe these are all being broadcast on MLB Network. Is that correct? That's my understanding, either MLB Network or MLB.com or streamed on MLB.com, one of the two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And those are all be uh, either at Salt River Fields, which is uh, where the Diamondbacks and the Rockies train um, and Sloan Park, which I think is where uh, the uh, Cubs train during spring training. And then the Arizona game looks like it's in uh, Tucson. Uh, after the, Arizona that, game, the Arizona game is actually going to be at Salt River. It is at Salt River. Yeah, the okay. Arizona game will be at Salt River. And then uh, after that, you guys are going to be home for a while. You, you uh, start with the Tony Gwynn Classic uh, February 24th against UNLV. Uh, that's a 6 o'clock game. And then uh, you will be home all the way through March 28th before you ever hit the road again. Um, how exciting is that? 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's obviously what a great start to our season, right? You get this great opportunity at the Desert Invitational, and then you get to play, I think we got 17, 18 home, straight home games, which will be really uh, a nice, nice uh, for our club and for our guys and for our fans. Uh, you know, the Tony Gwynn Classic, we get to play, you know, UNLV, which is a quality club. And Washington State, which will be Pac-12 opponent, um, North Dakota State is very good. Um, I hope people—I uh, I know people don't maybe don't in San Diego don't necessarily attribute North Dakota State with uh, baseball, but they've been very qual very quality team over the last couple of years. Have made a couple of appearances in the NCAA tournament, um, so that's going to be a great challenge for us. Santa Clara will have a really good um, couple guys in their rotation. Um, and, uh, so yeah, we're, we're looking forward to some really good baseball and then obviously, um, you know, Northern Colorado, and then we start, um, with Long Beach state and the big West. So we're, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, really looking forward to it, uh, coach and, uh, just can't wait to see you guys either streaming or on MLB network, um, on February 17th. And I uh, can't wait to see you in person as well down at Triton Ballpark. Thank you for the time. Awesome. Thanks, Ted. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Ted. The Tritons open their season this weekend at the prestigious MLB Desert Invitational Tournament in Arizona. UC San Diego will face Grand Canyon in the opener Friday, a game that can be seen live around the country on MLB Network. Other games this week include a contest against Michigan, Arizona, and second-ranked Tennessee. The Tritons will begin a 19-game homestand later this month when UC San Diego hosts the Tony Gwynn Legacy at Triton Ballpark. Well, be sure to join us for an all-new Triton cast next week and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a moment. New episodes of Triton Cast premiere each Wednesday. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Don't forget you can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms by searching Triton Cast wherever you get your podcasts. And a reminder, you can listen to any of our 73 episodes whenever you want on demand. All you have to do is visit UCSDTritons.com slash podcasts. For more on Triton Cast, follow us on Twitter. We're at TritonCast. And if you have a suggestion for a future guest, you can send us a tweet or email us at TritonCast at UCSD.edu. We'll see you back here next week. You've been listening to Triton Cast. Triton Cast is a production of UC San Diego Athletics Communications. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your platform of choice. If you have show questions or comments or suggestions for future guests, email us at tritoncast at ucsd.edu. You can also follow the show on Twitter at tritoncast. 